0: Hey, welcome to the show. Today's guest is Calvin Fenway Hill. He is co-owner of Dead Box. They make custom apparel, paintball uh, shirts, headbands, all kinds of gear. He's got a lot of cool stuff they're working on. Uh, they explain he explains everything in the show. Uh, it's really interesting to see what's going on with him. He's also part of uh, Shadow Dragon Initiative, and they're going to try to make a comeback. On the scenario scene, so it's a it's pretty good talk. You know, we get we get going for a while, and then uh, apparently we get cut off about two hours in. So that may be our limit on podcasts in the future. Uh, but yeah, he's uh Deadbox is definitely out there doing some great things, and they'll be at sh- uh, several games. Hopefully, if we have games this year, they'll be at several games this year, and just stop by and see what they're doing. They got some uh, really cool products. You're gonna be able to go in there and find.
1: There we go. I think I got the now. There, there
0: you are. How's it going?
1: It's going good, man.
0: Yeah. It's, sometimes it takes like a, a time or two to get to get into the room for some reason.
1: Yeah. I was gonna try to go with headphones on because I can't sit still when I talk on the phone or anything. Yeah. To be fair, to be honest. So uh, I was gonna stand outside on the porch and kind of pace and enjoy my bedroom together so you know there we go <laughs> um but uh yeah so i'm uh i was trying to use headphones maybe that's got something to do with it, maybe not uh, i don't know i think so. jason
0: tried to use headphones too and like it was weird like uh when i was trying to listen to him live it was i could barely understand what i was saying but then when i listened to the recording afterwards it was coming up clear uh, it was, it was
1: yeah, your your YouTube recordings are coming up great. I've been watching them on YouTube just because that's easiest for me. Just to pull them up on YouTube while I'm honestly with this freaking COVID nineteen mess. Oh, yeah. you know you, you're you're sitting at home too. I mean, I'm not at home. I'm I'm an essential worker because of my company, yeah. but um, I'm doing as little as I possibly can. Yeah. Uh, and that's not my, that's not dead box. Dead box is definitely not essential <laughs> making t-shirts. You don't know. It might be. But it might be, but uh, no, uh, full time. I do uh, a lot of people don't know this, but I do commercial refrigeration. So I'm in and out of restaurants and convenience stores and all that yeah. stuff. So I have to keep all that stuff oh, up yeah. and running. Guess- so I'm trying to do as little, I'm trying to put it together where I'm only working two and three days a week instead of, five and six like I normally would be this time of year so I mean it's it's a it's a hard mix of things to do
0: like you want to be in there getting money but you also don't want to get in there and like get get all sick and everything
1: well yeah because I mean this is a family business my dad still owns it but I pretty much run it for him so I mean he pays me a salary so I'm getting paid but if he's not making money you know he it, he's not going to be able to pay my salary for too much yeah, longer. That's, so. that's, that's a hard <laughs> um, line.
0: That's a hard line to be on right now.
1: It it really is. So, but uh, so how's the knee, man? That's that's my number <laughs> one concern. First question I've got for you. I think it's crashed. Oh, good lord! Any any new updates? I mean, I've been seeing the podcast. I don't don't know if you've had your well, like uh, I can't go see the
0: doctor in person until. Yeah. At least May 25th.
1: Say again? You broke up with I, me for a second.
0: Oh, I can't go see the doctor in person until uh, May 25th. Okay. And that's the earliest they can see anybody. So I have to see him first, and then we can go over, like, whether or not which surgery we need. But he's, the second the second opinion guy, he said he sees a need for surgery. So we're going to go ahead with that and, like, we're going to clean the knee up. Like, my uh, kneecap needs to be... Needs to be repositioned, so we got, got cut a cut tendon or a ligament or something there, and then got he'll he'll check see the how bad the this is when
1: he goes in there. Yeah, so fun well, That's not the end of the world, man. I mean, uh-huh. we've got we've got a guy. You know, I don't, I'm not sure. I don't know how old you are. This a conversation we've never really had, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we've got a guy on our team that was right before 50. I don't think you're that old. No, no, he yes. he was right before 50 and he had double knee replacement. He he obviously retired, but he tells us all the time he's like, "Man, I feel like I could go out and ball." His, his main concern is the um the crouching that has to be done during paintball, you know, he, with that full knee replacement, he's not supposed to do a lot of crouching.
2: Yeah.
1: And um striker Mark Schaefer that plays with SDI he actually had i heard you talking on one of your previous podcasts about the experimental surgery you had done in germany yeah they drilled into the bone and the bone marrow leaks up into the the knee joint and basically forms fake cartilage or whatever yeah Uh, he actually had that done about a year ago here in the states wow um and he's he's it took him about eight nine months to be back to function and he's definitely not back to normal i mean he can't run he can't do a lot of those things on the paintball field that he could do before he started having the knee trouble but he he's definitely better off uh, than he was when he when his knee was screwed up so but uh he's he's kind of in your shoes if anything else happens again he's looking at possible replacement and i just i know it's no fun for anybody so well i mean like i've
0: heard i've heard replacements are are great sometimes like like you'll, you'll come out like feeling brand new and that's kind of that's kind of what i'm hoping for one day
1: oh well and you are young enough that a replacement i mean you go in you go through the rehab it may take six eight nine months to a year i hope not but you know you're gonna come out and i mean you're probably gonna feel like you did 10 years ago or better before you ever started having the knee trouble you know yeah
0: well see I've, I've already had a I've already had surgery in both of them, and like, kind of, like they t- they always tell you, oh yeah, you'll be you'll be back normal in three months. No, <laughs> and then after after the surgery, you're like, yeah, you remember at three months we told you it's gonna be more like a, it's gonna
1: be more like nine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I you know I just hope you're taking care of yourself, and I hope right. they get you taken care of because I man, I tell you, I missed you at Bones and Ashes. That's for sure. Ah, and uh, missed. Apparently, all I do is yell at people. Well, that's what that's exactly. It's funny you brought that up because that's exactly what I was about to say. I've heard the three podcasts where all they've talked about is the fact that all Ben Painter does is yell at people. I will be the first one on your podcast to say, I have played with you. I have played with you. And I have played with you. And I have never. Sorry, my mom was yelling at me from my brother's <laughs> driveway. Um, she got me distracted. I have never, <laughs> right. we have played side by side. I've come up, you know, come up on you and saucy and all you guys. And we've made some pushes at some folders and stuff. I have honestly myself never heard you yell. Thank you. At me or anybody. And I, and that is the God's honest truth. We See, all yell, but that's the thing. We all yell. I yell mustard yells. God mighty mustard yells. Um, <laughs> and, um, you know, it's constructive criticism. That's a good way to put it. You know what I mean? So so
0: basically what you're saying on this podcast for everybody that listens and
1: hears, Matt Sossman is a dirty liar. Sure. <laughs> in, in, until he gives me G. I. prices. If, oh yeah. If, if they're lower than what they're supposed to be, um, then he's not he's not lying about those. But uh, right
0: right now he's a liar. So that's cool. <laughs> right,
1: right. <laughs> But uh, so on that, uh, you know, I know me and you talked the the few talking points I. I need to go through. The few talking points I need to go. I wanted I wanted to go through, and then we can just shoot the crap for a little bit. Yeah. Is, uh Dead box has got some big things coming this year. Um, we we do now have a GI rep that is Matt sauceman Uh, we are carrying, uh, Empire guns. Axes, resurrections, minis, oh. um, within the dead box booth. So it is growing. It is no longer just t-shirts. We are carrying uh Empire EVS and JT Proflexes. And you know me, <laughs> me and you have talked about this. Oh yeah. Uh I love my JTs. Um Mustard and I are actually downsizing our collections at the moment. They are I've got four boxes full of ProFlex stuff that I've been kind of offloading back and forth on uh, the JT ProFlex page. (laughs) Yeah, I see. And we just decided we needed to downsize stuff we weren't actually going to play in. Um, But one of the things we're offering, and we did it at Bones and Ashes, is if guys want custom, we'll do custom. Like, if you come in, I'm carrying right now, I still have all the colors of the new LEs and, and, and some blacks. Um. If you want to do a part swap, man, I'll sit there for, you know, I'll take 10 minutes, 15 minutes, and I'll do you a part swap. I and mean, we had this kid come in from uh, – I wish I could remember the name of his team. I want to say his first name was like Kieran something. He's from up north, New New York, New Jersey, somewhere like that. That's where most of their team was from. And they were all flexors. Several of them came in and bought. We did part swap with the new orange and the new X-Factor teal mask. So we dude. had a couple of orange and teals that were gorgeous. One of his teammates bought it. He came in and he was like, man, y'all think I'm going to be crazy. But I really, I want a different color every part. And I'm like, dude, I'll do that. He's like, I'll trust you to put together something sexy. <laughs> so we took like the lime green frames out of the new purple lime green. I did the red, gray bottoms. Um. What uh, blue ears and like orange visor or something? I mean, and it came out gorgeous. And honestly, looked like some of the autism builds the guys are doing. Yes, yeah. you know, not having the autism strap, but man, it was a gorgeous mask. Uh,
0: I think you might have cut out a little bit there. Cut out on you? Yeah, uh, yeah
1: you, you,
0: you're talking. You're talking about the straps and everything. Oh uh,
1: yeah, I just like I said, it was it was gorgeous mask. Um, we put it together, and like I said, that that is one of the things we are doing. We're doing part swaps and color changes with the JT stuff because I mean that's what JT's about, right? Yeah. I mean, so we're carrying JT and Empire, uh, and one of the things Dead Box does. If if you've never came in the booth and talked to me or Mustard, because for the people listening that know Colonel Mustard, he is my business partner with Dead Box. We do we do everything for the player uh the way kind of how we feel about it like if if it's in my booth for sale it's because it's something i would actually use myself um
0: i think you cut out one more time here
1: internet stuff (laughs)
0: yeah it's 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 strangely the, the 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 government's like limiting everybody's internet right now. I
1: think it's causing causing. Oh yeah, use. well, I'm a I'm an online gamer, and I've been I've been uh, trying to play. And I mean, I've got hundred meg download here at the house, and I hardwired in. Got bored the other day and hardwired in my uh, modem to the yeah. Xbox, and it still didn't get any better. Uh, so yeah,
0: I know they were saying they uh automatically limit limit down everybody's like down seven point B to, 720p to the, like max right now. Oh wow. Yeah, so it's they're trying they're trying to like say everybody's staying homes increasing the uh stream on the bandwidth, but everybody's on everybody's on light anyway. So I not yeah.
2: see
1: yeah. yeah, it is what it is. But um no basically what I was saying was um the uh every everything we carry in our dead box booth now that we have GI Uh, And we also have Planet Eclipse, but I'll get into that in a little bit. But um, everything that we carry with GI, uh, anything that's in our booth is something we would actually play with as far as equipment goes. Like, I'm not going to carry, and nothing against them, I've never had good luck with die guns. So I'm not going to carry a die M2. Um, I'm not going to carry anything die other than maybe a rotor. Or an I-5, which I now have access to that through awesome dude, Nate, at um, Black Ops. Black Ops. He said, if I ever want anything, die, let him know. He'll put what I need on his order and he'll get it to me, which is awesome. Because, right. I, you know, die die's a little different when it comes to uh, getting a dealership with him. You have to spend so much money up front. And it's way more money than we would want to spend because we don't want all we want is i5s and rotors and R2s. I mean, I don't, I'm not going to carry anything else die, but um, we do carry like the EVS's because they're pretty good goggles. I can't wear them. Um, and the E Flex and the Pro Flex, um, and the Pro Shield because I mean, every, you know. I'm sure you're this way when a new a new baller comes in and I I sold a ton of pro shields down at Bones and Ashes because there was a couple of guys playing like their first scenario and they came in and they're like man you know they're looking at the gun wall because I mean we had like 12 13 guns on this gun wall and they're like man I just got into playing you know what gun should I get what's the best this I was like well before you buy a gun what kind of mask are you wearing you know because that's that's Cut again. New player. When I used to work out at Boss, wow, years. I used to tell them, you know, before you go out and buy a four hundred dollar, five hundred dollar gun and hopper, spend the money and buy you a, you know, seventy five, eighty dollar mask. Yeah. Because if you can't see what you're shooting at, that $500 gun is worthless. Oh yeah, definitely. I, I agree with that. And especially nowadays with the resurgence of mechanical, I mean, I mean, we were talking about this the other day, you can have a really nice setup nowadays for less than 300 bucks. Like I could put you in a ProFlex, a POW loader from Eclipse... And a um, EMAC. That's a great gun. Oh, yeah. For for, for any level, really. I mean, y- you know, there's, there's experienced players that are going out. Uh, English, Kenny, just messaged me the other day wanting to know what, you know, I could get him an EMAC for because he found out. And I guess he's talking about going mechanical or doing a mechanical tournament. Yeah. Um, but the problem was, I, I everything's back ordered um i'm sitting on you know i was actually lucky right before COVID hit i was able to get one 170r non-mechanical in um it's kind of for me but kind of not <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna let it sit on the shelf if it's not gone by fault of gap it's gonna go in my gear bag and be my new primary That sounds like a plans um but it won't it'll be gone oh, i mean they're
0: selling fast like
1: Probably, probably at one of the next two events, which I don't know when that's going to be at this point. But uh, <laughs> yeah,
0: well, hope, hopefully, one of the next events is still going to be on PBC. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping, well, I'm hoping it
1: stays on. Well, so I've, I've, we're PBC is was was on our calendar, yeah, and I, I feel like the game will stay on. But from a business standpoint, you know, mustard and I have talked. I don't know if we're going to go yeah. um, because with the way the economy's down, with the way everybody's probably kind of scared, it's probably not going to draw the 150, 200 people that it normally does. Yeah. So it may not be worth us going as a business. You know, now may a couple of us show up as players. Absolutely. Um, but, you know, Mustard has a special needs son, has a son with autism. Yeah. I hope he doesn't mind me telling that. He tells most people in the paintball community he is very intelligent, um, no, like, immune disorders or anything, but he does have a son with autism, so he is being extra careful in this stuff. Oh, yeah. So he, he doesn't even want to go. So, And I don't blame him. If, if I had that situation, I would feel the same way. So uh, looks like our next event is going to be probably wor- World at War. Yeah, or whatever. Venom's game up in Durham. That's, that's uh, that's
0: that's Art of War. Uh, Art of War. Art of War is yeah. one PBC. P- Sorry, Art of War.
1: Yeah. Sorry, I knew they were both similar. Art of War, uh, in Durham. So it looks like that's gonna be our next uh, next venture, um, unless you know something changes big drastically with this uh, this stuff, and we actually get to. Uh, we actually, you know, everything's all clear by the 25th, and we'll pack everything up and be ready to go. See, so. I've,
0: I've been, I've been listening to some things like I know, uh, PVC and Boss have gotten the go ahead from the state saying that they can still do stuff as long as uh, everybody coming there is doing the whole social distancing thing, right? But they're saying that like uh, this stuff isn't really going to start going away till about June, and that's where it kind of gets a little iffy.
1: Yeah. Well you know i've 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 read a bunch of the articles on it and tried to my wife's a school teacher so she's at home and you know she reads the articles and watches all the press conferences and stuff and you know they've done the by state when the peak's going to hit yeah and north carolina's showing the peak is going to hit right around the 25th of april and then we're going to we're going to suppose supposedly uh Run, it's supposed to run out pretty quick. Yeah. It's supposed to peak really quick and run out pretty quick in North Carolina, like mid-May. Um, but, you know, one of the articles I've read talks about how, and I'm, I don't want to have an internet PhD. I hate that crap. Yeah, But, you know, one of the articles says that this is like a typical colder flu virus. Warm weather should take it away as far as the communal airborne part of it. But you're still going to be able to pass it person to oh. person. So definitely it's it's one of those things it's it's a sh- kind of a shitty thing
0: where like you know if you stay home people are probably gonna live and your economy is gonna tank a little bit because people can't work but if you go out to work the economy's gonna thrive and some uh, people that are older or, or young kids or have have immunity issues or even the random
1: person is gonna die and it's yeah and that's the scary thing like except my dad and i work together he rides with me some and we were talking today and you know the scary thing is a lot of the people that have passed away of course were older or had pre-existing condition or something like that Yep. but then you've got the few like just the county over from me a guy who was you know early 40s police officer in good health like he contracted it and pat you know was on the ventilator and didn't pull through it yep and as far as they know no underlying issues that should have caused his death from it and i know one of the cases out of like harrisburg has been that way in north carolina like a young 24 year old nurse her you know um so i mean it's it's just it's it's scary to think about but i mean if people would listen, yeah, that's the problem. I mean, I got a, I got one of our teammates, Delo. He hasn't played in about four years, but he's still a teammate because we've, we've changed our SDI is hopefully coming back this year, or might be next year at this at this point with a resurgence, because um, we've changed our format on recruiting and playing and that kind of thing, but. uh He's still a teammate because he's been on the team for, you know, since almost the beginning. But uh, he works at Lowe's. Yeah. And he, he's like, dude, the health department's been down here two, three days in a row counting how many people were going in and out. They're probably fixing to shut us down and make us start limiting how – because, you know, last weekend it looked like Black Friday in their parking lot. Yeah. And and I'm like, that's the whole thing. Like, people, you're dumb. like. Well, like I have a buddy, uh, Garrett, Garrett Johnson from, yeah,
0: he uh, he, he worked, he drives for FedEx now. And he said people are still ordering like just dumb shit, like not not essential stuff. Like they're ordering
1: just regular stuff. No, I mean, when I when the when the UPS guy brought Planet Eclipse stuff for me, I just talked to him through the door and was like, don't want to, nothing's going on in here, but you know, for me and you, just leave it on the porch and I'll come out and get it. Yeah. <laughs> And I, I told him. He stood there for a second talking to me because he's been my UPS guy forever, and he's the UPS guy for you know dead box stuff coming to my house and my full time job coming to my house. And he, uh, I'm like, man, I'm really surprised that y'all aren't just being instructed. Hey, hey, leave it on the porch, and don't you know, don't even hand it to anybody you're interacting with. <laughs> yeah. And he said, well, nobody is signing for any packages. We're not supposed to hand them the board to sign. We just kind of give them a thumbs up if they're home and go about our business. And I'm like, yeah, that's still not enough. I wouldn't even want them opening the door. <laughs>
0: like, we, uh, like my job, like, I got a couple of 70-year-old men to work for me. One of them, like, he worked for the first couple of days, and like, he hasn't been to work in the last three weeks because he doesn't want to get, caught, get anything messed with him. But like the other guy, he's just like whatever. He's like, I'm coming to work anyway, and it's kind of scary. Like, I'm always like, Are you sure you want to work? Are, are you Are you sure you want to come out? And I was like, I'm not going to tell you you have to come to work. Yeah. He's like, I'm still coming to school.
1: Yeah, it's it's scary. It's definitely something we've never. I mean, H1N1 was bad, but I don't know that it, we ever battled it on this scale. No. it's uh, and see, so, that's
0: the other things. Like, people are just like, oh, it's just the flu we've done this for. I'm like, well, e- even if it is like just the flu we've done it for, we don't have a cure for it. And we don't know no. why certain people are dying from it. So, right. it's more than just that. Like,
1: No, I agree.
0: Like, you go to hospital, you with COVID or whatever, and you get pneumonia, and you're pretty much, that's a death sentence. And you get pneumonia in the hospitals a lot just because of how, how everything is.
1: Right. Well, yeah, well, I mean, my wife. I mean, she's basically been on quarantine already for four or five weeks because the week before, it was actually really funny, the week before the COVID really hit bad here, she went to the doctor and they're like, oh, it's just bronchitis. They gave her the antibiotic for bronchitis. It didn't touch it. So, like, three, four days later, they bring her in and the doctor's doing x-ray on her lungs and she's got, like, massive pneumonia in her right lung. Damn. And they're like should we do a COVID-19 test? Should we not? And the doctor was like, well, it really hadn't. I mean, like I said, this was before it hit here. This was four or five weeks ago. And um, they're like, let's just give her the medicine for pneumonia. If it doesn't get any better, then we'll start COVID-19 stuff. And within two days of the right medicine for pneumonia, luckily she was like a different person. Like she was still sick, but, you know, it was – you know, not coughing near as much. She could breathe. She could actually get up and do stuff. I mean, it, you know. Yeah. Which was scary because we're sitting here going, okay, the cases have kind of trickled into North Carolina. And it was right after I came. Well, so it's been about four weeks. It was right after I came back from Fayetteville. So I was telling her, I was like, man, those people from across the country at that game. Oh, yeah. And, of course, they're all in the dead box booth and they're handing me money and debit cards and everything else. And, you know, like. You know, they've got great facilities at Black Ops, but I wasn't going in and washing my hands. Now we do use and I'll tell any paintballer, they are the um I can't remember the brand, but it's like hand sanitizer wipes. Yeah. Man, we probably take three bottles of those things as a team or as dead box to paintball events. Because we will, the whole team uses those things, especially CPX events. Because that that five star paint and the social paint, that green just sticks to your skin so bad. Oh yeah, I, I
0: love I love the green GI paint. The, the green GI paint is my favorite paint ever. Like I was, I was still
1: see. So see, I'm I'm still partial to. So way back when, you know. You know, a lot of people that are listening are going to know who I am, but for the few that don't know me that well, I've been, I've been a ref at Boss. I was, like, head ref out there for two years when Mike was still alive, when, before George took over. Um, I've produced – me and Mustard did some five-man uh, Woods Ball tournaments before we ever did the Fallout games and some charity night games. Before we ever produced the the Fallout games that we did, which your podcast have made me kind of chuckle because there's been you know two or three mentions of man, I wish those Fallout games would come back, <laughs> and it's actually funny. Last year, late last year, Mustard and I got to talking about late, late, like sometime this year, possibly bringing back a Fallout 2020. Uh, in the place of like where walking dead was since it was going away and we took it to our wives (laughs) and both of our wives were like, yeah, y'all are doing way too much already (laughs) working, working full-time jobs and dead box. And, you know, with dead box, there's custom shirt orders that come in, you know, it's not just doing our paintball shirts. We do, I've got a couple of churches I do shirts for, um, the autism run that was supposed to be at the end of this month, which I'm sure it's not going to happen now. They commissioned us because of Mustard's connection with them and his son. We were going to do their, um, their shirts for that autism awareness run in Cabarrus County. You know, so we, we do enough with dead box custom that they were like, you know, it takes a good six, eight months. That's what people that have never produced a game. Yeah. They don't understand. It takes a good six, eight months of planning, prepping, making props, phone, you know, hours of phone conversations between the producers. But, it, you know, all for a day worth of worth of work. I mean, you're, if you sat down and calculated the labor, yeah, producers make pretty good money. I'll admit that. But if you, if you calculated your labor of months worth of work, nowhere near worth it yeah. and I, I bet you any producer other than maybe dj because dj has it a little bit different i mean he basically rents out the field and everything is on him like he's he figured it out Yeah, whether you like his games or not because i know reaper has some issues with dj and his game yeah <laughs> dj and you know i give dj is close with mustard and i he takes our criticism because he knows we were game producers like we've sat down and talked to him and um I mean we'll we'll say, man, this was a good idea, but it didn't work. Why don't you try this? And um he he'll 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 listen and he may try it the next year. Yeah. Um and I hope he tries one of our suggestions at uh dreaded legends. But um we'll see. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm actually not getting to go to that and I'm pretty I'm like you, I'm pretty pissed. Well- um I may actually go. I, just, I just probably won't play this thing. I like like, "Well, yeah, yeah." I know, dude. I'm, I'm. You keep saying you love the beach, and I'm like, God, me and me and Ben must be like kindred spirits, <laughs> and didn't even know it, man.
0: Dude, yeah. Last last year, last year, we uh we showed up. Me, me and Garrett were drove, me and Garrett rode together, and we showed up. We got to the hotel parking lot. I pulled. We pulled in the parking spot. Got out of the car. And I was like, I'm never leaving. And I was like Garrett. I was like, you're, I was like, you're driving home by yourself. Uh, yep within two minutes I was like, I was like I'm, I'm done i'm like i'm not going back he's like they am the house I'm like, I'm like, send a dog to me I'm done <laughs> i, like,
1: I love it yep oh yeah well see me and my wife we're actually pretty lucky we have a um a friend that we go to church with that they have a house in the windy hill area of North Myrtle nice and they're pretty much like like I have a set of keys to it wow i have a set of keys to the house if we want to go i said shoot him a text shoot the either one of them him or his wife a text message and say are y'all going to be down and if they say no i send him a check for like 100 bucks for the weekend 150 bucks if i'm going for a long weekend you know yeah. just to cover his utilities and and we go like we pack up whatever car we want to take and we take off so we're we're beach bums in the summer we'll take we'll be down there with her being a school teacher. I mean, we'll be down there three, four, five weekends in a row sometimes. <clears throat> and um, so, I mean, I love it. And that's that's kind of I, – I was mad when he moved it to June for two reasons. One, June is – it's not the heat. I can deal with paintball in the heat, man. I'm not a pansy. I work in the heat. I can play in the heat. I mean, that's what – my dad's always said you know he's he's an avid golfer and people talk to him all the time when it's 100 degrees outside you're gonna play golf today well yeah I have to work in it if I can work in it I can play in it oh you know and that's how I've always looked at it but the thing about June that I don't think DJ has considered and I hope it doesn't hurt but one like Reaper said and you, you guys podcast together. Like I said, I I went back and re-listened to everybody. I just didn't get the one from last night before you yeah. messaged me in the day. Um, one, he's pushing it past peak season prices because after Memorial Day, prices on hotels go to peak season. Oh, yeah. And then, two, that second weekend in June is Myrtle, is one of the two right in there of Myrtle Beach Senior Week. Oh, so you're going to put a bunch of drunk paintballers in hotel rooms with a bunch of drunk teenagers. So what you're saying is we're gonna have a good time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I could see that. But the other thing is traffic, that kind of thing. And yeah. I'm afraid people going to the field in the morning, nobody's going to care. It's going to be six o'clock in the morning, seven o'clock in the morning. There's going to be no traffic. But getting back to the hotel and trying to go out to dinner. And everything like that man it's it's gonna be a little bit insane yeah. so i think that april slot he had was perfect which worked out for me because my excuse to go is really close to my birthday <laughs> yeah. i could be like hey honey i'm going because it's the weekend of my birthday it's a guy's trip for my birthday plus i'm taking dead and i gonna make a little bit of money oh, yeah. you know um but i hate i'm gonna miss it but this year mustard it falls on the weekend of uh mustard's family vacation um So he couldn't even go with me if I was going to take dead box down, which I can, you know, either one of us can run it by ourselves. I just have to pay some cash to a hired hand that weekend. Yeah. But uh, Anthony Nigro, another teammate of ours, is getting married that Saturday. Wow. And, of course, most of our team is going to be at the wedding. So kind of fell on a crap year. I love dreaded. I'm like you, that field. It's small, but it's awesome. I didn't mind the swamp. There was at one point on Saturday that that if you're looking at the field from the parking lot, that back left corner, there's nothing but swamp. Oh, yeah. I snuck around through it instead of walking the road. I didn't care. I mean, I'm sinking knee-deep in mud. I snuck around through it and bunkered two. Um, <laughs> one, one of the guys was uh, – Oh God, the Planet Eclipse team. Uh Capital Defense. Yeah, God, their name is Compl- Capital Defense. And he 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 yelled because he was like, Man, I know I shot you when you were walking up. But I had this like tree about the size of me right in front of me. And he was just beating that tree to death, could not get a shot around it to hit me. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> and I was able to just when when he he didn't realize I had moved to his left and I came around and bunkered him and another guy. And then the other capital offense guy uh, to their right didn't even know I was there, and I came around and surrendered him. I love that area. that That entire field was just so much fun. Now I oh, will admit, on Sunday, literally stepping through the net and you're basically using a ref. I don't. Did you play? Did I play with you or against you guys that game? I uh, kind of swapped sides, like on Sunday, I think, for a little bit.
0: I was, uh, I was playing for whatever side Clista was was reffing uh, generally
1: first. Okay, so that's the side we played for, yeah. and it was just kind of – see, so like when it comes to generals, we don't even care anymore as far as SDI goes. Like I said, for the last two or three years, everybody knows SDI has been down because our older group of guys have all kind of retired. I mean, they're most of them are in their 50s pushing 60 at this point. I mean, they were heavy hitters back five, 10 years ago when we started, you know, because SDI started 2009. A lot yeah. of people don't realize that. Uh, I mean, I've been playing paintball since 2000. I think I sat down and figured it because this is what I knew. This is probably something we talk about. <laughs> I, I've been playing since I think 2004 because I graduated high school in 2002 and just kind of picked it up shortly after playing outlaw ball. And somewhere around 2004 or five. I had a house uh, that had a little five, six-acre patch of woods. Me and some friends threw a field together on it and started playing. And then we found – one of my really good friends was from Salisbury, and we found the Predator paintball that's up past Catawba College in Salisbury. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever played there. It's, a tiny, it's a tiny little shithole of a field if it's even still open. Uh, I'll check it out because I go to the
0: VA there every once in a while.
1: Uh, I don't even know if it's still open or not, but it was a guy who had a lawnmower shop through the week and had a paintball shop, had a paintball field in his backyard on the weekends. Nice. I mean, it, true epitome of what paintball was in the early 2000s, you know? Yeah. And he would turn out like 100 people, 150 people weekends. Oh, on, a 13, 14 acre field. Crazy Damn, numbers. That's, that's good numbers. Yeah. I mean, he, t- so I, I got put on their house team somewhere around 2005 or six. And we were still playing. Like, we would still get together. Like, we would play Saturdays at my house, Sundays at Predator. And that's how me and Mustard, we knew each other from high school, but that's how we became friends. He started coming out and playing with a mutual friend that was playing with us. And then he got his father-in-law playing. And then we went from – sorry about that. I had to pop another beer. Sorry. Um uh, we went uh his father-in-law got put on the house team with me so so did mustard and they that house team never really went to any scenarios and so casey mustard's father-in-law decided you know if the house team isn't going to go to scenarios i'm going to start my own team so he went to the field owner there and basically said is it gonna make you mad if i start my own team to kind of just to just travel to scenarios we'll still be your house team when we're here on weekends but i'm gonna start this team to go to scenario events and the owner originally he said no which was a lie it yeah. pissed him off but he said no and they went to their first full gap in 2009 well somewhere around 2010 i'd been out of paintball for two years or so and Mustard calls me up and he's like, "Man, you need to get back into playing." And I played my first real scenario event in 2009 or 10, somewhere around when I got married. Except married 2009. At it was the um, I don't remember what Mike named it, but it was the it was the event at Boss that was after basically uh, uh, formed after the uh, movie Avatar. Damn. Really fun game. Don't remember the name of it, and I know you weren't playing paintball. Yeah, it so. was before my time. Had a blast shooting a Tipman A five because that was the bee's knees back then. Tipman A five with the vortex mods and a response <laughs> trigger and e trigger. You know what I mean? Like Duck, Duck still uses that kind of stuff. Oh, uh, Duck, Duck was on the house team with me at Predator. So when Duck, show- when Duck started showing up at those teams and saw me and Mustard, it was like a family, an old family reunion, man. Like it was crazy. Like you, you look, you look at Duck and like you're like, that dude is
0: not old at all. But then he like brings out all his old ass shit and he's like, he's been playing longer than pretty much anybody. I'm like, all yep, all right.
1: But uh, oh dude, I've still got um, three Titman A5s in an old, in an old uh, tub here. One that I had custom milled out and polished the frame polished the frame on so it's actually like chrome. I've, dude, I've got some old crazy stuff that we used to be into, man. It's funny. Duck has got like a thousand dollars into a like two hundred dollar gun. <coughs> oh, absolutely. He was like that way back when. he
0: he loves he loves his A five, like like dude, like he's got all these like badass guns. Like, he had he had the carnivore and like Nelv one and all this other stuff, like
1: come out, he's like Walking out with a damn A five, really A five. Yep, I, I love Duck man. I actually played. I only played one in my paintball career, so I can't. I can call myself a tournament player. I played one tournament with Duck, and it was either Duck's son or nephew. I think it was his son. Wow, his son. His son was our snake player. Duck was our backman and I was basically the other young guy on the team that could kind of run at the time damn I mean cuz way back when I could play I mean this is when I was in my early 20s yeah. you know it's, so I played one tournament we did terrible cuz we no practice time I looked at how much money I spent and I was like man I can't afford this <laughs> so I I would love to get back into some tournament but man I, there's no way I could do it now I mean I'm I know I'm not old but well I, I, mean, I mean
0: well there there are tournaments you can get into like the, the CFOA, the the Carolina Field Owners Association. Yeah. There are some old ass dudes that play on play the play the league. Like me me, I played I played the league. But like there were guys that were 10, 15 years older than me playing. Like they had the uh, gridlock AARP team. <laughs> and these dudes yeah, are, like honest. these dudes are, like gray haired old men and I think they had a woman also on the team. And they're there, like just playing like it was like Playing against 20 year olds, like, okay, it's cool, it's just normal operations. <laughs> I mean, it's it's possible like like yeah, like paying for for practices and like having time for practice is one thing. But if you practice once a month, that's better than nothing.
1: Oh yeah. Well my thing is like, you know, kinda like with you you with your knee, um about a year and a half ago, I did something to my lower back. Not looking at surgery yet. Yeah. I mean, honestly, chiropractor and uh, missing my weekly yoga class at the Y. I'll be honest that that weekly yoga class at the Y, man that that thing that kept me straight. Yeah. The the bill, <laughs> um,
0: bill keeps telling me to do yoga. He's like he's like get the VA to pay for yoga classes. You'll feel better. I'm like all right, cool.
1: And then the you, COVID happened. You will. You will. Because I mean, it's it's flexibility and. Strength – I mean, you don't realize how much strength goes into some of that stuff too, but, but yeah, that – I did something to my lower back, so, you know, just paintball in general hurts, and I know you know that. I mean, paintball in general hurts, but when you've got a nagging injury like that, I just don't think I would be happy going out and playing tournament and not being able to play as well as I want to or hope I could play. Well,
0: let I say, some, some of these guys, like, yeah, like some of the teams are like 16 14 year old kids that are balls out but like i've seen the old guys like the 55 60 year old dudes like i've seen them actually win win like matches against those guys
1: it's that's awesome kind of crazy that's awesome
0: but stem cells if only <laughs> the u.s with authorized stem cells for everybody the world would be a greater place
1: i, I haven't even researched it but i'm i'm sure i mean that's it's like, you know, I'm, I've heard you say it. There's cures for everything out there. Oh, yeah. Cancer, AIDS, you know. Like, him,
0: Themselves are crazy. Like, uh, I, I listen to Joe Rogan podcast a lot, Joe, Joe Rogan Experience.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He uh, he tore his rotator cuff, and they told him he had to have surgery. Well, he went to Mexico or somewhere, because you know, Mexico and Germany are places they're doing right now, and got an injection, and six months later, the tear's gone. Hmm. And like Dan Bilzerian, the uh, the guy that uh, made yeah. the fortune off playing poker from all his dad's money. Yep, that dude goes down to Mexico and takes a girl with him, like a twenty year old girl, and basically they drag the they draw the stem cells out of her bloodstream and directly in, inject in, into his veins, and supposedly it's like it's like being a whole new person.
1: That's crazy. So,
0: like, that's kind of money I, that's kind of my, I need though. Like,
1: yeah, no kidding.
0: So you're like, hey, would you like to come to Mexico with me and give me your, give me your blood?
1: <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Free, free trip to Cancun when we're done. Yeah, but,
0: you, uh, you can party all the, all the tequila you want to. Yeah. Like, it's, it's crazy how stuff is. Like, I people, I was like, for a total knee re- reconstruction, you're talking about six figures. But if you want to do like stem cells, you're talking about $8,000 or so. Right. And, like, it, w- it would seem like if hospitals and the VA and all those other places were like, hey, let's make some money or, like, save money, let's just give people stem cells. Yep. But yep. The, medical, the medical field, the medical career in business is not about that.
1: No, absolutely not. It's a money racket.
0: That's why, like, you'll go to the doctor and go, like, hey, my, uh, my big toe hurts. What do I do about it? Oh, take this medicine, and like the medicine they're prescribing you is also the name of the medicine on that pin that pin they have, because the drug reps came in and offered them incentives. Yep. Well, that's a different that's a different podcast.
1: <clears throat> yeah, it's di- different different podcasts There. Oh
0: yeah. Like I told Brandon Chance, like in a few more podcasts, we're gonna start talking about like. Interdimensional child molesters and shit like like Alex Jones, <laughs> but uh, right now we're 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 keeping it sane for now.
1: Yeah, so, it's oh, like good good old cracking. I just <laughs> I just shipped him a Pro Flex this week.
0: I just I just bought a resurrection from him. Did you? Yeah,
1: yeah. He he messaged me like Monday, Sunday, Monday. Man, I'm after seeing all you guys with your flexes at Bones and Ashes. Man, I think I want to get back in the flex game because. Well,
0: well, you're you're doing you're doing the flex game
1: with the with the dip with dead box.
0: Yeah, definitely. Why, and I I told you why don't him that. you uh why don't you add your why don't you like like promote that shit a little bit? Because I this like this this podcast right here is the first time I've heard anything about
1: you guys doing that. Uh, well, we just the thing of it is we just started doing it right before Bones and Ash.
0: And like so... I've had, I've had guys come to me like just like last couple days or so. Hey, I'm getting in a pro flex game. What what do you suggest? I'm like I'm like well. I'm like, first of all, I suggest you save a bunch of money because that shit's expensive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But
1: if you get the new stuff, like, like if you guys are selling new stuff, you can get a pretty cool ass build. What? what? Here, and here, Ben, here's what we're doing. So if you get anybody messaging you, if anybody's listening, they want to get in ProFlex, find us on Facebook. We're Deadbox Nation on Facebook. Um, you can direct message us on Facebook. Somebody will respond. It may be me. It may be Mustard. It may be Josh Justice. Cause he still handles some of our Facebook stuff. Cause other than
0: Josh, dirty pants, justice.
1: Absolutely. (laughs) Other than, other than being on the pro flex pages, I am pretty much Facebook absent. I have done more Facebooking in the last two weeks, one promoting your podcast, because I think what you're doing, I think what you're doing is awesome. Like this is, this is the podcast paintball needs. Thank you. You know, some of the talk, some of the talking points I wanted to send to you and I never got around to it. were I heard you guys talking about East celebs, and I heard you guys talking about the whole North Carolina travel type stuff, the North Carolina travel team or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, but the you, you wanting to get true paintballers, and I I mean I consider myself a true paintballer. I don't get to play as much. Mustard and I usually take a person with us to work the dead box booth at the really big games, uh, most of DJ's games, and especially Folda, my wife. If you've ever been in the dead box booth in the last two years, the cute little Asian girl that has the southern accent in the dead box booth, that's my wife. Flirt with her. I don't care if it makes you spend more money. She's coming <laughs> home with me. I don't care what you do um, because just know she's coming. she's coming back to the hotel room with me. But but um so we but the last the last year I've kind of taken a step back because I want to see Deadbox grow. Yeah. Mustard one of the things mustard, mustard makes great money. You know, um I do too, but when we bought Deadbox, so kind of the way Deadbox happened for us, everybody knows Josh used to own Deadbox and Josh is now a teammate of ours. Josh got burnout. Everybody saw the Facebook post two years ago, guys. I'm burnout on Deadbox. Who's interested in purchasing? I was one of the first person, first people to hit him up. Man, I'd love it. How much you want for it? He gave me his price, more than fair. I mean, absolutely more than a fair price.
2: Yeah.
1: And so I, I called Mustard because he's got SM headwear. I have nothing to do with SM headwear. That the headbands is all Mustard. He hand makes them, by in his in his sweatshop, as he calls it, he's got a back room with a sewing machine. His mom taught him to sew at a young age. He 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 designs them because he designs all our shirts. I called him and I was like, man, if I bought it, how much am I looking at spending in equipment after I buy it? And he's like, man, you're gonna have to have a good computer to do graphics. You're gonna have to learn graphic design. You're gonna have to this. And I'm like, so I'm looking at what he wants for the business, plus another probably three grand in graphic design programs, a good computer, and then my time in sitting down and learning how to do graphic design and do it right. Not worth it, you know? So Mustard just asked the question. He's like, so what does he want for it? And I told him. And he says, all right, well, I'll talk to you later. I got to go. He's like, I got to get on a work call. I'll I'll talk to you later. Well, evidently, he got off the work call and called Josh. Had a conversation with Josh. He calls me, and he's like, man, let's buy it. I was like, let's? Like, what are you talking about? He's like, let's partner up. Let's split this thing and do the money side of it. I'll be the brains. you be the brawn, basically. So I do all the... Yeah. running to get t-shirts when we order a, a large quantity of blank t-shirts to be printed i go get them i take them to the printer we we out we contract our printing because we found out that's actually cheaper again than us buying the screen printer ourselves learning how to use it and do all that that may happen in a few years but right now it's cheaper just to contract it out and let somebody else do it so oh yeah, definitely i do all that stuff he does all the the behind the scenes design and we design some stuff together. Like I'll get an idea in my head and I'll sketch it out and send him a picture. And then he designs it on the computer. Um, But that's, that's kind of how it happened when Josh posted, he got fed up with it, kind of burn out on it. We decided we were going to buy it from him because we didn't want to see it go to somebody who would kind of, I don't know, let it, let it fall by the wayside. It's been too good of a company around here for way too long. I mean, you know, Lee and Jody had it before him, before Josh, and I mean, it was a pretty good company back then. So it's been around for 10 years um, or 11 years at this point. Um, but, you know, Mustard and I are trying to grow. I mean, that's why if you come in our booth now compared to what it used to be, it looks like a retail store. Yeah, you, go,
0: you guys got like I was look, I was looking at pictures from like the other games like
1: yeah, yeah it has
0: got a lot of stuff like as as opposed to before like, like before before Deadbox was kind of like overshadowed by the uh by the uh bigger bigger companies like not I don't I don't, I don't like naming certain names on the, on the podcast cuz basically I if I name if I name a name on a company they're going like that's a little bit of no, defamation for I, them. I don't I don't like doing that but like some of the bigger, bigger name nationwide companies always yep. outshadowed DeadBox. Like they they have so much more to like look at. And then you went to a DeadBox booth, and the DeadBox booth, like you go to DeadBox booth, like you see some cool stuff.
1: But yeah. the other places well, had more. It stuff. was always that. And, like even with Josh, and Josh will, Josh will tell us. Like he he's told us, man, I wish I would have done this when i had it you know he kind of still did it the way lee and jody did it It was a 10 by 10 or 10 by 20 canopy he had pictures of his shirts out in front of you in the acrylic things and you basically saw the picture oh i like that shirt can i buy it and he grabbed it for you from behind the counter it didn't feel like you were walking into a retail type establishment like some of those bigger companies you're talking about that come to Fulda the one that supplies the paint. Their yep. booth is probably at this point them and the tent that goes beside of us that is another that hasn't been in a few years um, that, you know, yeah. is still owned by, we'll talk about GI because we love Saucy. Um, the, the company that's owned by GI oh, yeah. starts with a T that sits next to us a lot in the years past. They're probably the only two booths at this point at Folder that are bigger than us. I mean, we're in a twenty by thirty now yeah. at full to gap. And this year's full to gap, man, I can't wait because you know, our we're we're working on trying to be able to scale down into a twenty by twenty. Um because it's just so much to haul in our enclosed trailer to do a twenty by thirty. And at the smaller games, setting up a twenty by thirty is so hard. So we're working on a new way of displaying the shirts and, and hanging the shirts where instead of having like five shirts on one wall, I can have like eight to 10, uh, like stand them vertically or whatever. And so at fold what we're hoping is dead box will be in a 10 by 20 and then another or 20 by 20 and the other 10 by 20 feet of the 20 by 30 we're going to have at dead box will be Planet eclipse guns JT Proflexes, um, maybe some Planet Eclipse pants, pads that you know, and some GI pants and pads, you know, some actual playing gear for people. Um, yeah.
0: Well, you, you need something. That, well, you need something that helps you stand out a little more too. Like, like if you if you if you go down if you go down Vendor Row, at Folding Up, every kind of place, like all your, all your. All your campies are touching each other and pretty much looks like the same store all the way down until you get like, Uh, until you get like the inception. uh, I wish, I wish I get, I wish I had a
1: trailer I could set up like Malcolm or Simon. Even
0: even if, if, even if you don't have a trailer, even if you don't have a trailer, like there's, there's ways to kind of like separate yourself from that big nationwide company that sells shitty ass (laughs) shirts and stuff. I didn't say I didn't say that or anything, but like, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not gonna say it right now since this is where we're bringing it. If you're selling a shirt for fifteen to twenty bucks that says "sponsored athlete,"
1: No who are you talking about, Ben? Come on now. Those,
0: those guys are beside you that sell a shirt that's white and black that says "sponsored athlete." First of all, if I'm a sponsored athlete, why am I paying right. fifteen to twenty dollars for a shirt? All right, Shouldn't all I right. Get shirt okay, free? so
1: I. The the company you're talking about (laughs) No, 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 I will Uh, say you're doing good things.
0: You know what, you just you just uh you lagged out there for a second.
1: I have man. I said you're doing awesome things with woolly man meat. All right. I don't. Um, I don't push don't. my company and hard. To, like, me and you talked to at like, Red versus Blue. Your jersey at Red versus Blue was freaking awesome. The joggers you had on were freaking awesome. I I, um, I, I try not I try not to push it because like I'm not I'm not really like
0: I'm not really into like doing the whole jersey thing. Like that's my thing. Like if you if you come to me and say Hey man, I want to I want to get a jersey from you or I want to get some joggers from you or anything, I'm gonna I'm gonna hook yeah. you up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you whatever you want. But I'm not actually. I'm. Not, I, I got a page for it, whatever. But I'm not actively like. Like I'm not actually actively like. Hey, 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 guys! You guys got jerseys? You want some new jerseys? I'm not doing that. I don't have a booth. I don't have anything like that. I'm like, I'm just. I'm just here like because there are companies out there. Right. That are charging.
1: Yeah. What I, three that's times? What I, what, I charge. what I'll say, is and, what I've seen from your quality. And if the company you're talking about is the company I'm thinking of. That rips off all the superheroes? Is that the company we're talking about? Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay.
0: That's Your quality of, yeah. is
1: just as good as theirs. And I have several of their. I actually, so our new jerseys coming for the new resurgence of the Shadow Dragon Initiative team uh, are going to be from GI because of Saucy. Uh, This was before I knew I could get them through <laughs> you, so we've already worked it out through Sauce. Sorry, buddy. Okay. Um, But they're unpadded. That's all Everything's good. going non-padded now out other than anthrax oh yeah i love my anthrax old anthrax sdi jersey but they're too expensive just to get a jersey with a little bit of padding in the elbow
0: well i'll tell you what if you ever do want to go to a different company i get you i'll get you padded jerseys for well same i'm price sure you will and family. that
1: may be because here's here's what sdi is doing and this is great transition in the, how sdi is changing this is, you know, I came on the rep dead box. I've done that. Like we've talked about, we're Planet Eclipse. Now, if you want Planet Eclipse guns and I don't have it in the booth, I'll order it for you. Hit up dead box nation um, with the pro flex masks. If you want to get in the pro and what we're doing, if, if we're at an event, they are $90, which is retail, which is standard retail across the board Ann's gear ands gear match retail is 89.99. Ours are are $90, all taxes included. So you hand me a $100 bill, I hand you a $10 bill, you walk out with ProFlex. That's whether it's a stock color or if we took four or five ProFlexes and made you a custom one. Because I can take those four or five and make another custom one. I mean, I have two what I think are absolutely gorgeous builds right now in the box that when we put that mask, I was telling you about together where the guy wanted like five, six different colors. I took some of the, the parts from the other ones we took apart and I made a Lakers build for Kobe. I took the new purple white and put the new yellow frames on it. So it's yellow and a gold, gold mirror lens. So it's gold and purple, absolutely gorgeous sitting next to it is what I call the East Coast-West Coast battle is a X-factor teal.
0: Uh, I think you, like, lagged out again.
1: side by side. You got me? You there? Okay. I'll blame it on my Yeah, I got you again. I'm blaming on
0: on them. I'll blame it on my wife. She's in the the kitchen working on her
1: computer with school stuff. I'll blame it on her.
0: (laughs) tell her school
1: is not important. What I was saying (laughs) is, you know, I put together two builds. One is a Lakers build. One is a Charlotte Hornets build. I call it the East Coast-West Coast battle when I put them side-by-side at the event. (laughs) Um, But they're absolutely gorgeous. (laughs) And you come in, 90 bucks. Out the door. If you put that chill and purple together and still oh, well, to fold yeah, together, that well shit's the problem is like what I have is what I have at this point. Because I I like I said I didn't get to hear what Saucy was saying yeah. about the resurgence of JT last night. I know that was one of your talking points. I uh, I missed that yeah, cover. That's, that's... I hadn't been able to listen to that podcast yet, but
0: basically that was about like how last year, like Say, for instance, like, you know, one one day I was like, me and Ben Proctor talking, and he's like, and I like purple, and he sold me a purple bottom for uh IZ. That's it. And it kind, of, it kind of, like, sparked my interest in, like, buying ProFlexes. But uh, I, I got to tell him last year, you can take a, a purple full build IZ, like ears, mask, uh, ears, goggles, and bottom. And you can, you can sell that thing for 50 bucks. But now you can go yep. online, Oh, dude, I've got plus words.
1: So like I told you, one of the reasons huh, which I'm gonna let a I'm gonna let a cat out of the bag, which it's not a secret. I don't know why people haven't realized it. Pink EPS frames. The per, the pearl pinks. Yeah. I had two or three sets. And I had a set of uh, HB pinks, the hot pinks that I paid yeah. way too much money for. Like a, like, just bought them at the beginning of this year. Paid almost two hundred bucks for just the frames because I'd always wanted them, right? And I, and I had this sexy build put together: HB pink frames, urban camo, flex eight bottoms. It's a gorgeous build. Blue mirror lens. Oh <coughs> Two weeks later, Saucy sends us a picture of. Hey, these were just released at Paintball Extravaganza. These are the new masks coming out in about 90 days. Guess what color one of the new masks coming out in 90 days is? Do you know? Have you seen them?
2: (laughs) There's a new pink and silver. So it's
1: basically, you remember the old lime green and silver that Key did? Basically the same setup, but it's pink. Pink frame, silver nose, pink, pink rubber skirt, pink visor, pink ears. Pink and pink and pink and white strap. Damn. Pinked out. They've got the mutiny Damn. mask. That is, if you are a subtle mask lover, dude, it's gonna be gorgeous. Light gray frames, dark gray nose, black rubber, mutiny <laughs> mutiny, gray and black strap. Nice. Just so Yeah, subdued and just tactical tactical.
0: Yeah, and internet's going out in and out, huh? Yeah, there. Hello. Okay. Yeah, I'm
1: here. Yeah, Internet, internet's getting cutting um, out a little bit. The the other one coming out. Oh. I wish JT would stop doing so much yellow and orange, but the other one coming out is yeah. um orange frame tan and orange bottom but it also comes Ooh. with that's just what saucy said and I, I believe him because he's my GI rep that mask also comes with a tan yeah. and black bottom so it's coming that's with both skirts that's pretty hot. So I've already pre-ordered I've already pre-ordered I think five yeah. or six of each of those colors. Because I mean those those oranges and those pinks yeah. I'll make some custom stuff with. But one of those pinks is going to be mine. I'm gonna u- I'm gonna use the pink frame, and I'm oh, gonna yeah. put together something with a lime green that I already have here, and do a pink and lime green build and put it on the shelf as a you know for a custom one. Um, oh, yeah. so you know, kind of letting the cat out of the bag. Sorry, all you guys that just paid a hundred bucks for <laughs> EPS pearl pinks. The the market on those things is probably fixing to go back to like forty five bucks where it should be. I, I well, don't know what that like. E, is ridiculous. Dude, now. I just sold a pair, still brand new, completely brand new, slightly yellowed, seventy bucks. I mean, they were brand new; they'd never seen the field. Just from sitting, you know, those yell those have a, get a little bit of a yellow tint. Uh, yellow bandanas, same yeah. way. Eighty bucks, no questions asked. Gone. Yeah.
0: Well, I've I've noticed like some some things have gone down in value, but like a lot of stuff's gone up. Like, like if if you if you ever feel like interested, go go on eBay and type in Proflex vomit comet. That that mask right there. What is it? Like six hundred or something for it? It's vomit comet. It's a
1: Proflex. It's like it's like. Baby poop green and like throw up yellow. Mustard has it. It's the Packers. It's the Packers build they called it. It's a prototype Packers build. Mustard has the bottoms. If you've ever if you ever see Mustard on the field, that's the bottoms he wears. The olive Well some
0: well some Somebody put the entire mask together. And it's, it's disgusting looking, but it's I want not, it so it bad. It shouldn't be
1: that expensive. The guy on eBay is asking it. way too much. You can get that build on the JT on the JT page on Facebook. You and can get that build for two hundred bucks.
0: Everybody's asking way too much. Like, like, uh, they still, they still, come oh out, yeah, like they the still the clears the all still the clears, clears have
1: gone insane, and like well, you're talking about, like. Oh, you yeah. were building mass. There's well, 6,000. You said something about approached. Like he's pro- he probably hates me at this point. Yeah. Because him and I had a if he realizes it was me and I may be telling on myself if he's listening. Um, him and I at Bones and Ashes um had a little kind of kind of a you and a Brandon Chance interaction. We were we were at the <laughs> the Connex City and they were shooting at us over the the big tire mound. Well, I crawled up yeah, the side because I was actually trying to get the guys out behind the fire truck. And as I stood up to run the bunker of the fire truck, I catch Ben's pink out of the corner of my eye to my left. And my first thought was, oh. <laughs> so I basically spin, <laughs> pop two or three shots. He sees me. He pops two or three shots. It's one of those I don't know who shot who first. If I'm perfectly honest, he was looking my direction slightly, so he probably shot me first. It was a one-for-one. One. He bitched a little yeah. bit, and he walked away. But I have been on probes for probably a good five years about selling me a set of his engraved pink bottoms because I do not want to pay 250 bucks for a pair not- that is not engraved. Because I'm not going to play in them. If I not pay that gonna much happen. repair a pair that's not, in, this not engraved, I'm not paying in a $200, $300 pair yeah. of bottoms. And I, I even told him at Bones, I was like, dude, nah, he, I will give you 100 bucks for them. When you think you need them back because you've ran through all your other ones, I'll give them back to you.
0: <laughs> See? The thing with Ben is like, he's got enough money to where he doesn't give a shit about it. Like he, he sold me a pair of uh of the purple bottoms. That's it. Like that's the only thing I've ever gotten off of the guy. He's got so much no. shit, like he won't show you what's in his closet, but I guarantee well, you his closet is full. That's of these, how like was at one point. He, he had
1: an entire room in his house full of boxes of ProFlex stuff, and like he's he's weeded it down. He's like, man, I really wish I would have held on to a lot of my stuff for two or three more years um because like rage frames dynasty yeah. frames all that stuff that have gone through the roof he had multiples of those five years ago and he sold them all because he thought the market was yeah. up then and now you see where it's at now oh yeah like like, like ben
0: like i'll send him like messages like hey look at please pink pants like Two better mediums. Right. Exactly. Like, oh, yeah. I already bought those.
1: Exactly. But, uh, um, like, right, but cool. yeah. So, I mean, Deadbox, as far as Deadbox goes, you know, with the ProFlex stuff, that's that's big for us. Cause, like I said, the Flex community, it's come back. It's it's way back. Yeah. And, um, definitely. So, between them, that, and Planet Eclipse, we're excited about what's going forward. We've got two new shirts coming out. Um, this year, if we can, like I said, if we can get some events going, um, and then SM headwear mustard said something. I think he's got a new designer too of his headbands coming out as well. want to promote my, my brother company there with SM headwear. If you've never worn his headbands, man, I, I'll put them against anybody in the comp in the games. I mean, they're, they're literally all cotton. High end Terry cloth, what he calls lingerie silk material on them. I mean, all handmade by him, so it's kind of hard to beat. You know, it's not a piece of junk that's made in China or Korea. It's going to fall apart. You know. Um, yeah. But you know, I, I I've got I don't know how many pairs of them, and I that's all I wear at this point. But you know, I mean that's that's kind of that's kind of how it is. You know. Well. Well, like for me, like
0: personally, like Sausman's giving me shit last night. But, like, me, why, why, like, why choose what I'm gonna do? Like, choose what, like generals I play for, or like producers I play for, or like, anything I buy. I go to North Carolina first, and that's the thing. Like, you can you can go to like all these booths they're like national company, and you can support somebody. That their base, their base operation is in California, Illinois, where the hell it is. or you can support your yep. your your companies in your backyard, and no matter what, Deadbox definitely my appreciates all in. the guys.
1: And we've got some great repeat customers, which is why we keep coming out with new designs because we've got guys that'll come in every event, buy two and three t shirts, and I'm like, man, you've got to about have them all at this point. So I've got to do a new design so you'll buy something. To and <laughs> well, my
0: my thing is like, if you have a company that's national-wide, and you, oh, well, you're the southeast part of this company. I don't give a shit about that. I'd rather, I'd rather support the people that are actually well, based here. Let, 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 let's go ahead. Let's go ahead. Since okay. I'm already ranting right now, let me ask you a question. Okay. ask you guys coming back, why the hell are you guys <sighs>
1: So, we played, we. So, I,
0: I don't give a shit what you're explaining. <laughs> you're what probably your right. So,
1: here's. Here's. Here's how SDI does games at this point. We we've been so down for so long. Other than Reaper recruiting us for certain games, we hardly ever get recruited. Like Marie. Well, well, I tell you what. Right now, I'm not
0: I'm not leading like a unit or anything, but rather you guys (laughs) and like Voodoo Kings and all play for Warsaw this year. This year. Here's, and year. and that, that's Next that's a possibility.
1: Mustard and I make those decisions. We are co-captains of the team. It's not just him. I heard Reaper say Mustard make and, – and we are kind of we've, – we've caught ourselves sister teams, brother teams with the Voodoo Kings in the past. We do try to go with them, but we're not scared to go against them either. I mean, so, yeah. you know, our thing is the – we played, we played like the last four or five years on Warsaw. Um, we're, yeah. We've registered for Warsaw in those few years where teams were flipped and we, we got flipped to NATO one year. But in the last five years, I think the last three to four years, we've played Warsaw. So it's time for a change is the way yeah. we looked at it. So before we ever knew who any command was, well, we decided to go NATO. Well, my,
0: my thing about that is like, Next year, from one
1: of it hearing, well, and A lot I lot of stuff's Angel. gonna change next year. I mean, me and him talk at Bones. I mean, great yeah. dude. I mean, one of the one of the best. I actually found what his real name is, and it's pretty funny. But, uh <laughs> but yeah, yeah, he'll be awesome. He'll be all, well, he'll be Archangel, show, uh, love the tomorrow. dude. I mean, awesome dude. So I, I talked to mustard, and I was like, dude. I know we usually don't care who generals are. I was like, but Archangel is, he supported dead box. He's always hanging around the dead box booth at, at the CPX events. He's a good dude. These command bros, dude, I don't know them. I'll be honest. E, when it comes to paintball, e celebs, I am so out of the loop. So out of the loop. I am one of those, I'm one of those paintballers yeah. that I you play know. paintball. I go home and when I come home, my my normal life and its going to sound really bad because I know I own a paintball, commu- a paintball company and people are going to be like, this guy's a tool. I completely, unless I'm doing something for dead box or I'm playing with my pro flexes, like paintball does not cross my mind because I have so many other hobbies that consume normal life when I'm not playing paintball. That- and see, the thing is, like, I, I feel I feel you that
0: way because, like, I have a paintball like podcast right now, which Brandon said like in a few more shows I can, like <laughs> talk about like conspiracy theories, which is what I really want to talk about, like conspiracy theories. Are, like number one, conspiracy theories, then paintball. Anyway, but like I understand that, but like the, the East Lab thing, I don't care. Like, like I told Rob like on our, our podcast then. So, you know, he said, "Oh, we we know uh, we built this game up, and then the paintball the paintball celebrities come in and claim they built the game." Well, well, okay, I understand you guys built the game up to 100 players. Well, uh, each celeb can come in, do a YouTube video, absolutely, and bring in 50 50 more people. So, well, so it's so it's they're valuable. So my thing like, is, like or not, go ahead, Marat,
1: Finish your statement. But, go ahead.
0: Okay, okay. Like like or not, e slibs are valuable. They bring people to the game, and they give you more people to shoot. But there are also paintball celebrities out there, e slibs, Coach H Marks. That are straight pieces of shit, and they will sit there and do a two hour and forty five minute video.
1: Yeah, you, you I heard you say something about that, racing. and that kind of changed my view. So it, it's that 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 video, that video. I
0: swear, like, I've never been mad about uh, The NATO like, thing as as is never set video. in stone with us because
1: like, as far as dead boxing is concerned, we never pre-reg yeah. anyway. We get free registration. Sorry. It's perk of being a vendor. Yeah. We just tell our team where to go. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's it, – the NATO thing wasn't 100% set in stone. And the more I think about it, I don't want NATO to get ran over this year because of two idiots. But it's gonna happen. And it's gonna happen no matter what. If I'm on the receiving end of that, yep. so be it. I mean, I'll take my lumps and be done with it because this last year at Folda was so boring. I don't know if like I literally would run up to the farthest bunker they would let us run to in sim, and then I would take a sprint to the net line and do yeah. what we've always referred to as a, you, you've seen George on the paintball field where who we we we've always called it. You know, oh, yeah. SDI, we've called it George walking because George will literally dump his hopper as he's pulling pods. He's just he's still dumping the pot as he's dumping a pod, He's still just letting paint eat, and he never really runs anywhere. He just kind of walks because of his handy capability. Oh, yeah. um, we call it George. Well, I would literally come out of that bunker on a on a soft jog and just come around all the other buildings, and there will be a wall of people I'm just laying into. And, they're, you know, it's 40 people raining paint onto one. It was that boring last year anyway. If this year's going to be even worse, oh, I don't know what side I want to be on with that. Like, do I want to be on the giving side of the receiving? Because, like- I mean, honestly, Sunday at Florida, I didn't even play. Most of our team didn't even play the final battle because there was no point. Like we just we just came yeah, out the field and shot the shit and hung out. You know? I mean
0: well, I think last year if I wouldn't have been with the with the Voodoo Kings like it was,
1: it would not have been a fun yeah, I don't I don't I don't think like, it was fun. I mean it was fun well, because sport- of the photo gap photo gap's always fun to a point, but I mean you see some of the pictures yeah. And I'm surprised they didn't get. A big, I mean, me, you, and I, and one of the guys from the bounty hunters. I can't remember his call sign or his name. Bigger guy, And it's not Hudson. I, I know, I know Hudson. So it's probably uh, old, a black guy or uh, Johnny,
0: uh, probably one
1: of those guys. That's, no, that's it. Eric a t- a like man. me, you, Titan. I think sauce yep. mustard. Like we're all standing at the back at the wood line at Sim. Like, what the fuck is the point in this? Excuse my language. <laughs> but what the he- what the heck's the point in Pretty this? Much. And at some point it's a waste of money. And I don't know about you, but I mean, like I said, I'm kind of on a fixed income. (laughs) I mean, I don't make great money, but I don't, you know, I don't make bad money either. But like I was saying, I have so many other hobbies that money goes into, you know, I do other things. I've got a, you know, I've got a Jeep Wrangler. I've got an old 97 Jeep Wrangler. I don't yeah. know if you know what G. I don't know if you know what Jeep actually stands for. It stands for it stands for just empty every pocket. So I mean that thing, <laughs> you know, takes a lot of my time and 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 money. So I mean that's why I talking about the oh, yeah. celeb things, stuff like that. When I come home from a paintball event, I don't even look at pictures anymore. I don't. I don't. If if somebody tags yeah. me in a picture, awesome. I, I, I may throw it up as my profile pic. Um, but you know, I'll look at Gay's pictures because she's, she's, she's become an awesome paintball photographer and Suggs. I wish he would stop playing and go back to being a photographer, but I love playing with him at the same time, you know, (laughs) scrapyard. but you know, I, I may look at theirs, but I don't search Facebook and the internet looking for pictures of me. I don't, I don't care. I'll tag friends if if I see them. I do, and there's a couple hundred pictures. I may flip through them and I'll tag friends, but I mean, and I and I hate to sound like I'm like paintball sucks. No, dude, I love I love paintball, but when I I, when I leave a paintball event, the paintball event's over for me. It's 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 truly a. I I I feel like if I. If I obsessed about paintball, like a lot of paintball players do, like if paintball was all I wanted to do, paintball would not become fun anymore. Paintball would not be the stress relief for no, me like, that it is.
0: No, because, because didn't,
1: you, didn't you become the guy that, like, he creates paintball well, I mean, pages just to talk I mean, shit we, about paintball. We all need those like, stress relieves. I mean, I've you know, you and I have talked a little bit. I'll say this on your podcast, dude, I I fight generalized anxiety disorder, PTSD and depression, not from my PTSD. I was never in the military. Um, so I can't claim PTSD from the military, but I, I, it was from an accident that happened to me years ago, um, which, you know, and it's inherited the, the generalized anxiety disorders in my family from way back. Um, so, paintball is my escape. It's 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 not reality. And people who think that paintball is reality, like the whole... No. And Reaper, I love you. Please don't get mad. You know you're one of my boys. The whole Hell Hydra thing from years <laughs> back, when the originator of that whole thing... And I know Reaper keeps it up as kind of a joke. The guy that originated that, and I don't yeah. even want to give him credit for it, that, oh, well, paintball needs this, this anti-hero. Well, or paintball needs this good versus bad. So let's let's start this group called Hydra. They're the bad guys. Man, we're all friends. That's how paintball started, bro. I mean, you you probably started oh, that yeah. way. You went out to a field or got in a backyard, and you're shooting at your friends. So that's the way I still oh, yeah. look at it, well, and. Like, there's there's nobody in paintball that I don't like. I mean, I'll admit that. There's guys I don't care for, but well, I'm still going to – you know, I'm the kind of guy who I've heard you say, if I don't like you, I'm not going to make fun of you. I'm just not going to talk to you. Or I'm going to tell you you're a piece of shit to your face. And I hope I'm not one of those guys, and I hope some of my teammates aren't one of those guys you may have. You... Well, I mean, <laughs> if you some were of my one of those guys, maybe those guys for you, I don't know. Yeah
0: fuck, yeah, fuck Mustard. <laughs> well, I, mean, I do have I'm a kid, kid I I'm don't think you're that.
1: too fond of. And we won't go there. But. Um, Wait, who? Oh, he used to run star who? paintball. Jamie Pettis. I don't know.
0: Okay. Uh, me and Jamie are, I don't hate him. He talked he talk about, from what I've heard, he's talked a bunch of shit about a bunch of well, people. players. He, but I'll tell you this. Me and Jamie him.
1: didn't get along. I mean, we like I said I'm cordial to everybody because that's just my personality. Me and him didn't get along after he did the Fallout game and some of the 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 major partying he did and stuff like that. Just I party, but partying that hard is not my scene. Yeah. um No, I don't. I don't have anything against Jamie. Like the
0: thing the thing with Jamie is like. I've heard that he's talked shit about a bunch of paintball players, like they were my friends. I think, like, like I think, I getting out players, of
1: paintball for him, they're, they're, and now getting back in with the right group of people, and I, I feel like my team is, we're older, we're not a bunch of kids. I mean, other than uh Chapel Julian New, who played, shout out Chap, played for UT. Yeah. Plays on one of the other uh, NXL, uh, not NXL. One of the other um, D four teams. Other than him, I think I'm the young. Well, now Jamie would be the youngest player on our team at like 29 years old. I mean, yeah. Well, like,
0: me, me and Jamie, me and Jamie got along, and then like one day I heard some shit around, like saying he was well, saying that he uh, he was talking shit about me and a bunch of my friends, and. My thing is like, you can talk shit about me, but once you yeah. start talking shit about well, your friends, I, I, I'm going to your ass. And about, about about the same time that he that I heard that rumor, was about the same time that he yeah. unfriended me and sense. a lot of my friends. I got you. So it kind of like it kind of like it kind of like two plus two. So me and Jamie, like, I have not like physically talked to him. I have not, I have not said anything bad about him. Like I've I've never said anything bad about Jamie, and I've never like. I've seen him at shows. I've, I'm, I'm sorry. I've seen my games no. and shit. I don't acknowledge him, but well, I have I mean, it's a, not, sometimes I that's the best thing really to do. I
1: mean, if, if if you if you if it's gonna cause a, yeah. I mean, if it's gonna cause your blood to boil just to try to apologize or try to say what's up to him, avoid yeah. it.
0: <laughs> like, like like me me personally, like, you know, if, if somebody has an issue with me, you I can physically dude. whoop your ass. I'm a, a big ass dude. And I can physically beat you down if I want to. But I'd rather just – you know, I heard you said some stuff. Some stuff. Uh, two and two plus – two and two added four. And me and you apparently are not oh. friends, so I'm just going to not I acknowledge I mean, I – well, and that's, I'll, I'll say that's the way this, me and I've never went.
1: heard him talk shit about you. The only thing I've ever heard him say about you is when I told him. I was like, dude, listen, I'm going to be on Painter's Podcast. Yeah. Him and I talk every couple of days, Yeah, you know, just just like me and Mustard do. And – uh He's like, man, he just he doesn't like me. That's the only thing I've ever heard him say about you. Like he's never talked shit about you. Like, man, I, he fucking – him, he's piece he shit. I mean, I would tell you. I mean, I straight up, me and Jamie are friends, but yeah, you know, That's- I would <laughs> like. Well-
0: I think I think the only the only interactions me and Jamie have had are negative. Was his ex used to talk to me, and then one year he got really annoying and folded up and right. Kenny punches shit out and told him to leave and that's the <laughs> and that's the that's, old that, that's I mean hard, I'll admit that thing. like
1: dude he wouldn't be on SDI because yeah. I mean you know our reputation of, of teammates we've never had it, we, we've had we had one guy yeah. that at Adventure Beach years ago partied way too hard got drunk on the field because it was his birthday started talking shit when that game was over he was no longer a member of our team and he was engaged to one of our original teammates daughters Gone. You're not gonna do that Damn. as a member of SDI. <laughs> See, even, even oh, like, dude, even like party guys, all you want so much, to. Like, I could to talk care less. Like- it's, and it's not that it's well. Let me let me rephrase this. Not my scene. I would love to camp and party with you guys. Yeah. But after we, especially at Folta, after we shut down Deadbox, dude, we've been there since seven o'clock in the morning or earlier. Set up a booth. Played. Worked until nine, pushing ten o'clock at night. All I want is a hot shower and a and a hot and a warm bed to lay down in. I don't want to camp, which is why we do hotel rooms now. Which sucks because it filled a gap. And some of those games camping is paintball. I will say that, but I'm and I miss some of that. But to have a hot shower and a warm bed with my back trouble and the fact that I'm thirty six years old and you know, we ain't young anymore to be out there running around on those hills for two days. It make it makes a huge difference on what your room. what your what your body can handle to have that that warm soft bed to sleep in. And you know oh, yeah. that's I party all you want to because I promise you there's years in the past where we've camped and I've been the drunk, belligerent asshole in the campsite on our side. I've done it at my own house. Yeah. I mean, hell funny story. What? Christmas this past year, I had to buy a new toilet seat because I drank. Thought my wife drank a lot of beer. I go 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 to get in the bed and I'm like, "Honey, how much beer did you drink tonight?" cuz I'm not a liquor drinker. I'm like, "How much beer did you drink tonight?" And she's like, "None." She had like some off Moscow Mule mix <laughs> that she's like, "I drank that all night." And I was yeah. like, "I'm sorry, what?" There was like 23, 24 22 23 beers in our refrigerator between all the people that had brought and left refrigerator was empty of beer. And I'm the only one that was taking beer out of the refrigerator. Wow. Late laid down, (laughs) down, knew I was going to puke, got up, started puking in the toilet. The toilet seat starts falling and hitting me in the head. The first time it was funny. (laughs) <laughs> the second time I huffed, the third time I rage slammed it against the back of the toilet and busted it. So I mean, I've it, I've done it, I still do it. I'll admit it. We all we all do. We all get out of hand sometimes. But like I said, when it comes to Jamie, I want to play devil's advocate for my teammate. At this point, he is not that guy anymore. He still drinks with us. He still. You know, has a good time, we are but it was finding the right group of people for him, I feel like. So Yeah.
0: Well see like like if, if Jamie came to me in a game and we talked, that would be that'd be we'd probably be good. But like the thing is like he talks shit about my friends and that's something like you're going you're it's one of those things like I'm gonna say like I'm gonna, I'm gonna, use, I'm gonna use professional wrestling terms. Me too. I used to watch Total Divas and didn't
1: even watch wrestling, so I get but it. Like,
0: <laughs> WrestleMania is this weekend, damn it! And I don't give a shit. But anyway, so like, but like, I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and use wrestling terms for it. Like, there's a receipt, dude. And my thing is like, you can talk shit all you want to about me, but once you like step that line, like, start talking shit about my friends then there's there's gonna there's gonna have to be some kind of uh some kind of receipt and but me and Jamie that's that's what it is like it's you know he talks shit about Garrett and me and Garrett aren't on great terms right now but like I get it man. he talks shit I about do. my, and, my um... best friends and and if he comes to me and he comes to me and Garrett at the same time and he actually, you know, I was a drunk piece of shit while I was talking, to, I was talking shit about right. you guys. That's, me and him are cool. Like, I've, I've gone to bed, I've gone to bed at games hating the guy that I'm <laughs> sleeping in a tent next to. And then the next morning we wake up like, you're a drunk asshole, I'm a drunk asshole. Everything's cool now, right? Let's go Come shoot on, people. No, I, and, I and I get that.
1: And I hope you guys can squash it. I mean, yeah. that's a different like, subject for a different day. Like, I, yeah.
0: Like, like like me being like me, me, being, former, me being before military, aircraft maintenance, <laughs> we drank uh. a lot. And there'll be nice if you went there there'd be nice nice you went to bed. You just hated the guy that was sleeping on your couch. And then you woke up at like eleven o'clock in well, the that's, morning. That's one thing I don't think Walmart anybody has doing.
1: ever told you, dude. I, I I know you don't like you don't like recognition for your military service too much, but thanks for your service. I was aircraft
0: maintenance, so therefore like it doesn't really matter, man, because my, that, my dad
1: was a thirty year veteran of the National Guard. Life. He did he did basically, or well, should have been yeah. a thirty year veteran, let's put it that way. He's twenty seven year veteran. Um yeah. the Air National Guard. He did basically the same thing I do now, but did it in the military as you know, part time. He was a Gulf War, he was a Desert Storm veteran. Yeah. You know, every, every everybody plays their part. I have oh, a friend quarter. right now. One of my best friends is in Africa. He's a WO one um, with Albemarle. Strange freaking place. Albemarle, where I live, has a Reserve Ranger Battalion. He is a WO one with that Reserve yeah. Ranger Battalion. He is in Africa right now, um, fighting terrorism in Africa uh, with his team. So I mean, I've been around military pretty much my entire life. I have friends. So man, anybody, everybody plays a part. You know, one of my good friends in high school was air was full time Air Force helicopter. You know, like you were airplane and helicopter maintenance and and repair. And it, it,
0: so let let, 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 me, let me stop this podcast right now and ask you like so yep. your dad was your dad was Digital no, he's not. Is he going to the VA?
1: He's been told that by I don't know to to how VA. many of his Desert Storm buddies.
0: I like, like, like. I have a guy. I have a guy that works with me. He's he's been out for twenty years. He uh, he's seventy. He's almost seventy dad. years old right now. He was one of the first guy. He was one of the first guys in a Desert Storm. Desert Storm is the worst oh thing in our lifetime. Like, I, I understand. Like. WW two WW one was was bad, but in our lifetime, Desert Storm was one of the worst things ever. Like like there are guys that came back from Desert Storm, like the original Desert Storm. They came back and they were having kids with like m- like mutant like three anthrax. arms. Here's, here's your kid with
1: no eyelids. The eye anthrax lids. vaccine.
0: Here's, yeah, ex- exactly. I've got I've got the extra I've got the anthrax vaccine in my arm. It's if you are. If you went to Desert Storm, oh, so your ass needs to go to the VA. Like my, my the guy works for me, he was always like, no, you know, I'm, I haven't been to VA in twenty years. Blah 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 blah. I was like, I was like, I was like. So me and him started talking. He's like, I was in Desert Storm. I was like, look, I was like, look, our next day off, go to the VA, tell them you were in Desert Storm. So he walked. He walked into. He walked into VA and said, hey, you know. There's guys telling me he's said like, I need to come see you guys. I was in I was in Desert Storm. They were like, okay, well, come sit down with us. We're going to schedule you for all kinds of tests. And he's had like a bunch of a bunch of like actual oh. physical, physical like medication, medication like defects.
1: That he needs well, to talk to so dad. He had
0: thyroid problems. A all lot kinds of, of those dads. Things.
1: Desert Storm buddies that he's still in contact with are, you know, getting the. Disability benefits, for PTSD, hearing loss, all that stuff. Um, they're typicals. But see, oh, yeah. So here's here's the story about my dad. If you want to know why I'm a hardhead, just look at my dad. My dad was in country in Saudi Arabia. They were in uh, Jabal, I believe, is where he was located, in Jabal, Saudi Arabia. And they were told, we're going to get, we're going to give the anthrax vaccine because we're, we've been told he may use anthrax as a WMD. So dad. Yeah. Well, is it going to go on shot records? Well, no, this is classified. Dad's like, then you're not giving me that shot. Yep. So. um, He completely refused. And they're like, you know, well, we'll, we'll have you court martialed or whatever. He's like, well, I can sit in jail over here as easy as I can sit in this, you know, tent, you know, and like I said, he was, he did refrigeration because, you know, back then uh, your Tick 39 vans, communication vans had to stay a certain temperature or those, yeah. those uh, phones, those high, super classified, high classified phones would not work. It was before this was way before all the fiber optic stuff. So he, uh, yeah. he was pretty crucial to the operation. So there's nothing they could do. So he, he didn't take the shot in country. So he comes back and 10 years later, they're like, well, we're going to give the anthrax vaccine in a round of three to five shots or whatever, probably same, similar to the same thing you got. And we're going to put it on shot records. If you don't take it, you're not going to be worldwide qualified. And he's like, well, I'm don't plan on going anywhere else anyway. I've only got three years left till I'm retiring because he was at 27 years. Um, I'm not taking it. He just blatantly refused to take it. And they denied him his reenlistment in 1999. So instead of making 30 years, he only made 27. And about two years later it's when they two, two to three years later is when they stopped giving it because they saw all the defects. These guys were having these, these guys were having all the health problems. A lot of these guys were having, um, so that's his military story. Pretty.
0: <laughs> See, that that kind of like, I kind of want you to like, after this show, he, give me your dad's your dad's cell phone number. He's like, so hard at it. He's I got boy a boy friend in
1: Florida that's basically like my uncle. And he's got a friend that lives a county over that's a sheriff's deputy. And they are on him weekly because my dad's had two heart attacks, unrelated to military anything. He's a heavy smoker. He's had two heart attacks and they're like. He's drawing his social security. He's drawing his military retirement, and they're like, "Yeah, but you could be drawing so much disability, you could quit work. Like he could quit work, hand the business over to me, and make more than he ever made running the business, or make as much as he would if he was still running the business, and let me have the money from running the business." The messed up thing. I mean, is, they they've tried to tell him that. Why well, is trying to reconnect her home? I'm with you. I'm still with you if you can hear me, Ben. Hey, are you there? Uh, you're breaking up, but I got you. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yep. Can my you hear ear- me? my internet went down for a second. All right. Yeah, I hear you. My internet down.
0: My internet went down. Hey, okay. Here's the deal. I'm, I'm gonna tell a backstory, Mike. My buddy, my buddy probably isn't gonna like this, whatever. But like me, I was in the military. I was at Little Rock Air Force Base, and like we all went to uh, part of aircraft maintenance was like you went to debrief, brief, which was like a, a little office. Which whenever the flight was over with, they came they came to you guys like this is what's problem this this is the problem with the aircraft we had in the flight this how many hours right. did like basically we we took track of everything that went on the flight. Well, every guy in that in that office ended up with a thyroid problem. That's a, that's a weird ass coincidence. Like seven people in the office, like, I'm sorry, eight people eight people in the office, and seven people have a thyroid problem. Okay, that's one thing. My buddy is a white man. He he ended up being diagnosed with lupus, which is like eighty percent female, sixty percent right. not white. And he basically went. He he went to a field. He went to a to a base that was in Kazakhstan or somewhere in Russia. That had black goo underneath the base. Like they would they would be work. They would be walking around, and like black goo would be coming from the ground. And your dad was in Desert storm, which even worse than what we do in there. Like Dom, who even though. It's not well known that he did like chemical, like chemical warfare. He did chemical warfare. And your dad needs to go to the VA, at least walk in the front door to eligibility and say, Hey, I was in Desert Storm. And they will, they will, they will go ahead and like put him through a whole bunch of tests. And if he has actual disabilities related to it, he get free money for him.
1: Well that's that's what he's been told and I've I've told him and he's been told But he's a stubborn uh, he's, he's
0: stubborn, stubborn, stubborn as shit,
1: right? Yep. That, that's
0: the way that's the way that generation was. <laughs> okay, like, that generation, like your your dad's generation was like, Well, we went in and did our thing. Yep. Well, I understand you went over did your thing, but you weren't you weren't prepared to like go over and do your thing and be exposed to a bunch of bullshit exactly like when I first my first trip to desert we were draining the engine oil and hydraulic fluid out of of airplanes which was highly toxic and what we did we filled a bucket full of that stuff and what would we do with it we would throw it in dirt that's 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 how we got rid of that's That's how we got rid of stuff like there was no there's no EPA right there's no like there's no guidelines over there You, you do what you want to do. He so, said, like, the oil so,
1: refineries, when he was over there, I mean, they they couldn't refine the oil as fast as it was coming in, so they had, I'm sure you saw it, they had the ponds out there that the oil was being pumped onto the top of that pond, and they lit, lit fire to it, and he was there for six months, and it burned for six months straight. R- raw yeah, crude and, oil. And it looks, I mean, just... And that's
0: that's why one of the reasons he needs to go at least talk to the VA. Like, I I had I had to bully, the old, the old guy works for me, I had to bully his ass. Like, every day, like, hey, if you don't, if you don't talk to the VA, have you gonna talk, he finally went and talked to him. And he said, he said all his, all his like, all his tests done to him, and like, he, now he's on thyroid meds and all this other stuff. And it's just, these guys, these older, this energy, older generation is stubborn as are. shit. That they are. And you, have, you have to hound them until they get annoyed with you, we're like, fine, I'll go to
1: the doctor. Let's Just be honest. Are we any better? Because you, you never you, you never told me when how you old are, you are. I think you're a little older than me, aren't you? I'm super fucking so, old. That's so hard. you're, you're Generation X, right? One. Okay. So I'm yes. technically considered a millennial, which hurts my feelings to even say. Oh, I'm, I am the first <laughs> year, 1984 is the first year of what they call a millennial. I say I'm Generation Y. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I do not want to be. Uh, no, some millennials are great, especially millennials from a yeah. certain region um, that grew up with parents and siblings that worked hard. Have a sense of what you have to do to make it in this world. Work hard. Keep your nose down. Yeah. I, not, not everything's given to me. But, um, are, are, are we any better at, you know, our age? I mean, just just like how, how long did it take you this time around before you went back to the doctor for your knee? How, how long had it been bothering you like, before you blew it out at red versus blue? And then, did, well, I guess I need to go back to the doctor. Like 13 <laughs> exactly. years? Just like my back trouble. I haven't been to, other than a chiropractor, oh, yeah. I haven't been to a doctor for it. We're not much better. Um. No. But, so, um, I'm gonna I'm to ask you a few a question here. What's um, what's your paintball team future look like? I'm not trying to recruit you to SDI, but uh, <laughs> are you are you just gonna be well, a mercenary for hire from now on?
0: No, I, I joined I joined uh Rebel Force Pirates right before
1: uh. Okay. Was, awesome. And
0: like. It, it's, it's something like I was, flirt, I was, we were flirting with each other for like years. Cause like, I love, I love the Bill. The Bill is like one of my favorite football players ever. I don't think I know like, him.
1: I mean, I probably, it, it's probably one of those situations oh, that if I Lord. saw him, and that's the thing about running dead box. Like, there are so many people. I know them. I know them by their call sign. If they walk in the booth, I've, I've seen them a hundred times, it feels like, but I don't know their name. The the bill
0: is like, he's he. There's nothing fake about him. Like everything he says is now, what is he this, believes. Is this bill that was on your and, show the other night? Or okay, yeah, okay. yeah, Billy. He's he's gonna be on uh, he's he's been on Sunday. Awesome. Sunday night also, now he seems
1: like a really awesome dude. Like, I mean, like I said, I would probably know him if I saw him. He, but yeah,
0: he's
1: he's he's an amazing person.
0: Like just just knowing the guy like just makes you awesome. feel better. I w- I've been talking to him for years, and like I've been talking, like I started talking to Brandon Arnold, who's, who's the current captain. Who, he's he's moving to almost Canada soon because his wife's uh, his wife's in the military still, and she's getting awesome. a command role. But he's moving up there, and like me, him, and talking, and it was it kind of made sense. To, you know, I'm gonna go ahead and settle down and join a team, and it was happy to be those guys. And now the old guys that I was like hang out with, they're they're stepping away a little bit because right. of situations. Well, but Rebel Force Pirates, <laughs> hopefully they were they were they were a big thing yeah. back then. Well in that's the day. that's
1: kind of the thing, like you know, another good transition here. That's kind of the thing like we talked earlier with SDI before it may cut us off in ten yeah. minutes. I don't know. Um I, I kind of wanted to touch on the resurgence of what I feel like is going to be a resurgence of shadow dragon initiative. Our older guys have stepped aside, you know, they were always all about camo and marpat and all this stuff. We finally got them talked into our current Jersey. We've had it for four or five years now. So what SDI has done is we no longer call ourselves a paintball team. We are a paintball club. Um, It's an exclusive club, so, I mean, I guess, you know, because let's be honest, all paintball teams are paintball clubs. It's a group of collective friends that play paintball together. You don't practice, unless you're a speedball player. Scenario teams are clubs. You don't really practice. You don't really, you know. Um, But what we're doing is you're paying a yearly due, and basically your yearly due gets you a New Jersey every year, a dead box, custom team t-shirt every year and some other swag. So we're not actually putting any money into a bank account or anything, but we're switching our colors up. Yeah. Our colors are going to go to black, gray, and a deep crimson red. Uh, We're going away from camo and we have added, I think we're now back up to from having four or five active members. We're back up to close to 19 active members. And wow. those members include new players like D Hat that used to run Main Street Paintball. Don't remember if you remember them when they used to vend Folder gaps. Um, Not really. Hat and his dad that do Main Street Paintball. Um, Jared Parson, who is a member of ODX, he came on with us. You remember Jared? Little little short Jared. Nah, no, ODX okay. okay. So ODX Jared Parson. He was a B Town Bomber as well, I believe. Um, Josh Justice, who was added on before we did all this, um, <clears throat> Pet- Jamie Pettis and his soon-to-be wife are both on the team because she's she dude. She took to playing. She played her first time at Full Gap this past year. She was yelling at us to get off our asses and get on the field. Like she fell in love with paintball in <laughs> one event. And we go to events now, and she's nice. like, "Y'all are lazy fuckers. Get up and let's play." And we're like, "We're old. You're still like 24, 25 years old. Shut up." Have you shot her? Have you shot her in no. the back yet? That's a question. Uh, I have shot her barrel, <laughs> and I actually did that to I can't remember Beard that plays for Venom, Beard's brother. Shout out Team Venom and Beard. Beard. Dude, uh, yeah you- i love that dude well i thought it was beard i was i was walking behind kind of behind and to the side of uh Beard's brother at bones and ashes and i pulled a Matt saucepan snapped up and tried to shoot the barrel of his gun as he was walking like as he was swinging his gun one shot nailed his barrel he turns around like what the fuck and i'm like oh dude i thought you were your brother i'm so sorry <laughs> what was it was it was it
0: the like the taller, sexier one or like the shorter this one? This is the shorter one with
1: longer beard. This was the actual was, uh,
0: That's that's Robert Eller. That's Robert Eller. Right, Robert, early, uh, yeah. Um
1: because Beard is what's yeah. Beard's real name? Um that's say again? Michael Eller. Michael, yeah, Mike. Michael yep. Eller. Yeah, so Beard, his yeah. actual call sign is Beard. Yeah, me and Beard have had a lot of conversations. But, yeah, yeah. Robert, I shot right because I thought he was his brother. Like, from the side, I couldn't see the name on the back of his jersey. Yeah. Just kind of – and I was like, oh, my God, I thought you're brother, your brother, my bad. And he's like, no, dude, that's fucking funny shit. <laughs> so, um, but, yeah, <laughs> with, with SDI coming back, um, I hope we come back in force at FOLTA and we bring our – our, you know fifteen plus like we used to plus guests, which is one of the things we're doing. Uh, one of our teammates, John Ketchum, he works for Honda Aircraft. Uh, Honda Aircraft does some really cool stuff. They have clubs, kind of like a college would, like they have a running club. Well, he started a paintball club within his um, within his Honda Aircraft group. They've got close to 60 members in a paintball club at Honda aircraft that he started. Um, So last year he brought like four or five guys with him to Fulda to play Fulda Gap for the first time that were Honda aircraft club members. Uh, One of them has now been added to our team kind of thing. So I, I look at, I look for, you know, I'm looking forward to a resurgence of SDI with, Our original core group, we still have the assholes. We still have Rom. If you've ever met Rom, fuck (laughs) you, clown. Um, I have. Has he ever told you the fuck you clown joke? Okay. So next time you see him, make sure he gets really drunk first and make him tell you the fuck you clown joke. The joke is incredibly stupid in general. (laughs) So... You're talking about e-celebs. You know, Mustard used to be an e-celeb on behind the bunker. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you were around <laughs> back then because it was about six or se- it was about six or seven years now, ago. Mustard <laughs> was a huge e-celeb on behind the bunker. He actually got Todd to come down and play a full to gap. We got Rom hammered. And I mean like 10 12 beers deep plus. A half a flask of vodka because we were playing Warsaw and it was vodka and it was Russia. You know, I mean, like plastered drunk. A joke yeah. that should have been a two or three minute joke, literally. We have the video. Took him almost twenty minutes to tell. He was so drunk. Wow. And it be- that year it became a it's, "it's fuck you" clown is basically the punchline of the joke. It became like the battle cry. For a small group of us at folda that year, but next time you see Rom, tell him just just walk up to him and say, "Hey, fuck you, clown!" And he's going to be like, "Oh wait, how do you know?" <laughs> so, um but R- Rom is still with us. Dilo who you've probably never met, is still with us. He played years ago. He's got two small kids now. Hardly ever plays. Um, he's he's supposed to be coming back into the game. Great player, big dude, but a good player. Been a Friend of mine since childhood. I I look forward, but of of course, me and Mustard are always going to be the two screaming and running and being idiots on the field. So, but we've got a good group, and you know, I'm glad you found a team because I was going to tell you, you would always be welcome to run next to us anytime. So, and that's one of the well, things I pre- we've always I appreciate done. That. I mean, guys that don't have a team, we may not necessarily recruit you, but we're not going to tell anybody no. If you want to run next to SDI, we don't run radios yeah. at this point. We just scream at each other. Um, I mean, you're, anybody's always welcome to run with SDI. Just, But one of, the, one of the things we're doing for our jerseys every year, which is why we may end up getting with you, is like so and, and this goes and i wish we i wish i would got into this earlier because we may run out of time um well, one oh, yeah. of the things we're gonna do is we're gonna do a new jersey every year and we do a thing we call sunday fun day so you wear whatever jersey you want to wear on sunday but our team jerseys after this year we're gonna have a typical team jersey but our jerseys as of next year and they're gonna be like one for breast cancer one for autism awareness that kind of thing Uh, Muster's going to design them. One we've already designed is an American flag. And um, it kind of made me, when when we started, when I started hearing you guys talk about your North Carolina thing, it's exactly what I thought about our SDI jerseys. Because what we're saying, the way we're designing our SDI jerseys is, if I'm wearing jersey year one, that is the typical, you know, digital camo black and red and gray and my teammate next to me is wearing year three which may be a american flag jersey it's going to be really obvious to tell we're teammates because the jerseys are different colors but they're designed the exact same so with you your whole yeah. north carolina thing that reaper and then were talking about man i just i would like to see it happen i would be down for it like Design a jersey that has PBS's logo on the front, SDI's logo on the front, and hell, have that bitch be red, white, and blue. And some games out of state yeah. that some groups that some guys could go to. Let's let's throw that jersey on and let's go down there and represent. See, that's what we're doing as road dogs. Like
0: the road, the whole road dogs thing was like we had a jersey that was a certain color. Had a logo on the front, and everybody's team was on the, was on the, on right. the, the left left shoulder. So you, you knew like we were a group, but we were right. a group made of different teams. And it actually, it may like, were like people oh, like, holy, those North Carolina teams are actually pretty good. But like, right now, like, said. Like- All right, guys, it's time for the part of the show where I whore myself out. This is gonna be the sponsor segment. I don't have any sponsors, but I do have my own companies I run. I have Woolly Man Meat, W-O-O-L-L-Y, Customs and Woolly Man Meat Beard Company. I uh, provide jerseys for paintball, pants, pot packs, whatever you need, soft gears, everything, for a really good price, really high quality. I also do beard bombs, beard oils, and lip balm. So hit me up on Facebook, hit me up on uh you know, if you got a phone number, you can hit me up there too. And I'll get something to you. Good prices, good product. Hit me up.